Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Parents Have Special Needs 2. And this is episode 63. And I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Thanks for being here. I hope to find you in good spirits. But if not, I've got something for you today. This was actually a huge game changer for me. And had I known this back when I was first learning about my daughter's issues, this would have saved me so much debilitating suffering. So if you're feeling like you're kind of in that phase right now, this is going to be the episode for you. Okay, so it's about resistance, resisting your life or what's happening in your life and how when you resist those things, you create unnecessary suffering or extra suffering. Okay, so here is the truth about resistance. It is your resistance to your life and the things that are happening in your life that causes you the most pain. When you stop resisting that pain, the painful parts of your life, you start to realize that they actually aren't so painful. It's manageable. In a normal balance in life between pain and pleasure or joy and sadness, it's about 50-50. That's the normal baseline. Half of it's great, half of it's awful. It is the nature of human life. Struggle is a part of the package deal of humanity. And it's not something that we just experience when something's gone wrong. Okay, we can struggle and suffer and have all the things in life that are going right, right? It's just suffering is a part of the deal. But when the pain or the suffering become debilitating or when the ratio starts to look more like 60-40 or 70-30 or even 100 and 0 on a continual basis, then you want to look first to what you're resisting, You want to look to the original 50% of life that's not fun and look at how you're resisting that. Because when you resist the original sufferings of your life, you add unnecessary suffering on top of that. Kind of like the heartache after a breakup, right? The original pain of the breakup is the sadness or the grief and the loss. But then you resist the idea of the breakup with thoughts like this shouldn't have happened or he shouldn't have done that. And then you start to feel anger and resentment, maybe vengefulness, or you want to get revenge somehow. And there's nothing wrong with going into anger and going into resentment and going through that whole process after dealing with a breakup. But you just need to know that if you land there and stay in resentment and anger, That is when you create chronic, unnecessary suffering. Okay, and this can be a paralleled experience to learning about when your child has a disability. Paralleled experience. The the sadness, the grieving, and then the, hey, this shouldn't be happening, and then the anger and resentment or depression, etc., etc. Okay, so... I want you to think of your emotional life in the same way that when you resist the pain and suffering and the overall crappy half of your life, which will look different than other people's, 
When you resist that, you add pain, suffering, and overall crappiness to your life, which then actually puts you over the original 50-50%, right? 50, that's the 50-50 concept of 50 is great, 50 is not great. So now you may be experiencing somewhere between 50 to 100% crappiness, right? So crap happens, stuff happens, really, really tough things happen. And you know from personal experience the tough stuff that I'm referring to. But listen, resisting that this is your life in this moment compounds the suffering. In these tough moments, our brains want to go to, this shouldn't have happened, or my life will be like this forever, and that's awful, right? The initial reaction to these thoughts is resistance. It's, no, I don't want my life to be like this forever, or no, this needs to be fixed. This needs to be made right. this, This shouldn't have happened, right? Now listen, I'm not here to say that certain things can't be fixed or made right or made better. What I am saying is that when something happens, it happens. Things happen in life with no consideration of what you think should or shouldn't or what you want or don't want to have happen to your life. And that is the way of it. We don't have control over those things. And I'm not saying that you can't get what you want. You can't create a life that you want. You can't try to improve on what you have. Only that when things outside of your control happen, spending your energy on resisting that they actually happened or trying to undo that they happened has no upside. Only compounded suffering. So for example, when I first started learning about my daughter's struggles, I was sure that she was just a little bit behind and that she would catch up soon. And when she didn't, I went into denial. Not just this shouldn't happen, but it was this isn't happening. Like I I didn't want to see that it wasn't, that it was happening. It's almost the same resistance that I see happening when someone first hears the news that someone close to them has died. It's like this this shock of, no, 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 that didn't happen. And that's how that felt for me. And I was further resisting it when the doctors would come up empty-handed, test after test, not knowing why my daughter was struggling. And then it was this, why me? Why her? Why should we have to go through this? This doesn't make sense. This shouldn't be happening. And that time it was a little bit more, this shouldn't be happening instead of this isn't happening. But even this resistance brought me into a depression. And this depression was so thick that it was like the air that I breathed. It was, ju- it was the water that I swam in. It was completely unnoticeable to me, which was amazing looking back at it now, but it, it was, it was like, I didn't notice it. And as we transitioned her to the feeding tube because of her struggles, and we continued to struggle to help her to gain weight. And we were doing all these things. 
the struggle to resist what was happening in my life at that point became so debilitating. And after a while, just apathy set in. And apathy was, it was like a state of no resistance, but it was also a state of like, there's nothing I can do. So it's easier to not care so much. And I could also call it like a learned helplessness. Do anything about this and this isn't your fault. You, you have, there's nothing you can do. And that is probably true in a lot of situations. And at the time, it just, I wasn't processing it in a helpful way. I was resisting it. I wasn't even processing it. And this was not a fun place to be. But luckily, I was able to find some help with a coach. I was able to transition out of apathy and get back to a baseline level of, of living, which is the 50-50 ratio. Now, fast forward several years later, and I find out about my son's autism. And I experienced several long moments of suffering and much less resistance. Okay, intense moments of suffering where I did go through a lot of the same things that I went through with my daughter, but because I wasn't resisting it, it was fast, faster, and I didn't land there. I didn't live there. And so I didn't experience debilitating depression at all. And now I have two children with disabilities and a much more fulfilling and balanced life than I had then. And I'm sharing this to demonstrate that it is the resistance that causes the large amounts of excessive suffering and not the situation itself. Acceptance of what is, is an, in an active way, lessens suffering. You can accept things as having happened and then plan what you want to do in response to them and then make some things change. Okay? And I can cover, I'm going to cover that in a, a later podcast, which is this active acceptance and this passive acceptance, which you, you definitely want to be there for if you're struggling with resistance. Because a lot of the reason why we resist is because we don't want to be like, if I just accept that this is happening, then I have no control over my life. Then this is just what is happening and I can't, it's this, this place of helplessness and no control. And that's not the acceptance that I'm talking about. The acceptance and active acceptance will help you get to the place where you can feel like you can do something in your life, that you have, that you're an agent in your life, okay? This information is worth its weight in gold, okay? So if you feel like you're drowning in debilitating emotional pain, release the ideas of the way you think things should have happened or the way that life should have turned out for you. Okay, I want you to know that that wasn't the only way. That wasn't the only way. There are many, many ways and there are other options. And so the question is, what are they now? All right, thanks for listening in. I'll see you again next week. Until then, take care. <laughs>